Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning. I hope everyone is having an amazing week. Welcome to Ladder Talk Live. Want to just make sure we are streaming. There we go. Um, so, good morning. Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders thinkers, and future makers, covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host. I'm Coach Walina. I am on a mission to help everyday leaders live and lead extraordinary lives. We all are leaders of our own individual lives. So whether you are a manager managing people or you are a manager managing your life, you have an opportunity to lead, lead an extraordinary life and I'm going to help support you through that. So this week um, and every week we talk about various topics that are relevant to your business, your career, your personal life that you can use on an everyday basis. And today we are talking about, or I should say this week, we are talking about time management. Time management, as you can imagine, is major for each and every one of us as it pertains to survival let's just be honest, survival um, in our daily lives. And each day this week, we've talked about ways to impact our daily life and ways to improve. Today, we are going to be talking about the Pomodoro technique, and we are talking about how to use it for better productivity. Now, I, I like to cover topics such as this because we all, um, as individuals, business owners, we all have an opportunity to improve. We all have an opportunity to um, make better use of our time, especially for those of us who are one-person bands trying to do a job of an army, if you will. Um, so it's important that we maximize our time, but still honor our commitment to self honor our commitment to our community, honor our commitment to our families so that we are not um, overextending ourselves and then bringing the little scraps of us left back home, which is not fair um, and not fun to anyone, let's just be honest. So I want to introduce you to this technique. If you haven't heard, it's relatively new to me as well. Um, so I want to uncover what this uh, Pomodoro uh, method is. If I'm mispronouncing it, please excuse me. I didn't create it, so. You know, um, it's it's a popular productivity strategy that relies on short bursts of focus work followed by short breaks. So it's been around for years, but it's effective. Um, it's still pretty effective um, based on business owners using it and uh, working professionals using it as well. So I want to go over how to use it in less time. Now, before we move forward, I do want to let you know I am streaming on more multiple platforms. So if you see me stream from side to uh, side to side, I am on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, and Entra. So if this is your first time on the um, in, in, in the audience, feel free to introduce yourself in the chat. would love to greet you. Um, if you have any questions or something you want to add, feel free to chime in in the chat if you want to join us live. If you're on Instagram for um, where we can have, pop you on uh, live, feel free to request. would love to hear your point of view on this topic or any topic that we go over on a regular basis. So what is the Pomodoro technique. 
question of the day, right? The Pomodoro technique was invented by Francesco Cirillo in the 80s. Um, Cirillo was a university student at the time and needed a way to focus his attention while studying. So he came up with a system, which of course he named um, the Pomodoro technique, meaning tomato in Italian, because he used an egg timer shaped like one while uh, working on his school assignments. Again, more focused techniques. So how does it work? So Cirillo believed that people tend to lose focus when they work on tasks for long periods of time. We talked about this yesterday um, without taking regular breaks. Breaks. So his solution was simple. Um, set a timer for 25 minutes. The length of time he believed he could focus on most, um, most tasks. Take a five minute break after completing four uh, Pomodoro um, or 50 minutes and repeat the cycle until the day's work was over. So we talked about this yesterday. What we talked about, however, was doing two minute cycles to build up your stamina for um, focus, right? Little spurts of um, focus time, depending on what level you are in your ability to stay distraction free. Sometimes you may need to start um, small and build up to this 25 minute session, uh, but starting off with two minutes, you can still get things done in the two minute period. Now, let's talk about the steps. So choose a single task you will focus on and write it down. No plan is successful without writing it down, without having a plan in place, right? We're not just gonna wing it. Um, we need to know what, what are our goals for the day? What is our goal for the week? What's our goal for the month, the year, the quarter, the half, et cetera, and identify what those are and iron out what do I need to do to achieve those things? Now, if you're at work, typically they'll have um, quarterly uh, requirements, goals, metrics that you need to achieve. So you need to reverse engineer exactly what I need to do on a daily basis to achieve the, the quarterly review, right? Or quarterly metrics or goals that have been assigned to you. So you can be doing the same similar thing. You almost need to treat yourself as a business because you're your own personal brand as we've discussed. And so it's, it, in my opinion, would be key to identify what specifically is the goal for the long term, let's say for three months, what do you hope to achieve? But if you wanted a digestible, I would say, what is your goal for the day? What are you looking to achieve today? Write that down. Then reverse engineer, how much time is it going to take to complete each of those things? Now, once you can identify loosely what uh, the amount of time it's going to take to complete that said task, then you have the opportunity to then move forward and decide, okay, um, let's put a timer on it, which is where the Pomodoro technique comes in, where you're able to um, set the timer for 25 minutes, achieve that task for that period of time, work on the task until the timer rings, um, and put a check mark there. Take a short five-minute break pace around, have a sandwich, whatever you want to do, right? You know, catch some sun, take a quick walk, come back, work another 25 minutes. Repeat three to four times um, in that period. And then um, at the end of that fourth uh, cycle, you want to take at least a 20 or 30 minute break. You need to completely disconnect, or as I like to say, break state. This will give you an opportunity to fully reset, give your mind a break, and then come back moving on to the next task. Now, I told you yesterday the importance of 
um, timing out what you plan to be doing. So for me as a recruiter, I work on multiple requisitions. So I typically will um, put, you know, from 10 to 12, I'm only working on this position. I'm only sourcing for this role. I have to do that so that I can ensure that I'm spreading the love, as I like to say, amongst all of the recs that are um, being recruited for uh, within a week's time. So you should consider doing something similar, whatever your task is, you may want to say to yourself, okay, well, what specifically is needed for the whole week? And then what can I achieve per day to reach my weekly goal, which would be to ensure I'm working on all of my projects throughout the week, right? You don't want to just work on one and then you have to have a check-in call and you, you can't speak to that. Okay. Now um, I see Brian on here. If you want to hop on live, um, you can request to join. I'd love to get your per perspective on this from your professional opinion as well. Um, so in terms of focusing on the um, task at hand, you do want to make sure that you're, you're being intentional as well, right? You don't want to um, just kind of be all willy-nilly when it comes to um, your tasks, because even if it's not work-related, even if it's achieving personal goals, you want to treat it as if it was your nine-to-five job. Some of us will specifically um, work really hard in our nine to five. And then when we get home and we need to dedicate time to our personal growth, we multitask. That's when we choose to watch Netflix and work on a website or uh, talk on the phone and you know get distracted or whatever the case is. So remember, if you can give the time allotted to your company, you need to also give that same amount of time to your, your personal brand, your personal business, if you choose to take that route as well. This method will help you um, achieve tasks in bursts, small bursts of time so that you don't feel overwhelmed by saying, I'm going to spend the next four hours working on this particular thing. Because again, is that going to be you know, beneficial to you if you're daydreaming through the process, just staring at the screen, right? So ensure that you're doing what works for you. If you need to start off small with the two minutes, um, two-minute sessions, as I mentioned yesterday, that's okay too. You can achieve a lot of things in two minutes. I'm not saying you're going to write an entire book, but you, you will, however, have the ability to hone in on something and brainstorm with that, right? So give me a second. I think it's gonna, there we go. Hi, hi, Brian, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I am so excited that you could join me today. I, I really wanna get your opinion on the topic because you work um, on a full-time basis, but you're also a working actor. And I'm gonna be honest, um, I've tried uh, to record certain things myself. I don't hold the memory of an ant. And so I, I admire what you do. How do you manage your time both as a working actor and then also um, working, you know, in corporate America? Well, first, I just want to compliment some of the gems that dropped um, a few moments ago, just about taking um, 
take breaking up your day in different times so that way you don't feel overwhelmed it also helps you feel more accomplished as well um i am a paper and pen list person and i get such joy of being able to cross my items off my list so if that takes me diligently being focused for 30 minutes to an hour um and then stepping away to walk my dog or go for a walk and come back and, and hit that next item um it kind of just helps you feel more accomplished um for me um the flexibility of working from home is so helpful so i'll definitely start there um so it doesn't take me too much to say you know what i'm gonna pause take a lunch break and then go upstairs submit an audition record it really quick and then come down get back to work and then kind of finish it up when i wrap up work for the evening but um just being fair to yourself because as we commit to these jobs and these nine to fives we deserve to pour into ourselves as well so regardless if you're taking two minutes an hour a whole day um just be grateful to be able to take that time for yourself i love that especially knowing your parameters. As you just mentioned, you are a pen to paper type of person. I'm very much the same um, sometimes where I do like the checkoff piece because it's like, yep, I did it. Um, how do you manage deadlines when you are, you know, swamped at work and then also still having to meet your obligations, um, you know, from the acting community? How do you manage, like juggle all of that? Um, for me personally, I like to set deadlines that I know that I can meet. So for me, I don't necessarily necessarily allow someone else to place those deadlines on me. Um, I speak up and say, hey, I can get this to you rather than by end of business day today. Let me give myself a little extra time. I'll have this to you by end of business day tomorrow. And um, just kind of giving myself that wiggle room so I don't feel the pressure. And then again, as you was to your point earlier, be able to spread the love around. Um, because as we all know, um, you're in the recruiting space. I'm in this recruiting space. Everyone thinks that their job is the only job we're recruiting for. And, you know, that is not the case. We have multiple requisitions, um, so many needs. So it does take some flexibility on everybody's end and then setting that expectation as well. You know, when you're speaking to management or whomever that deadline is for, um, you know, bringing sometimes bringing them down to reality to understand that they are not the only rec that you're working on. So just allowing yourself to take that space and take that time. Um, and just focus and take one thing at a time, one thing at a time. Y'all, you you just dropped a major bomb. And I want to ask a question because I feel like a lot of people are feel fearful to talk back to their employers. Have you ever had a situation where you're like, no, that's not what we can do, but what we can do is this. Have you ever had them push back and be like, well, it is what it is, or do they typically respect your professional opinion? They typically respect that professional opinion and input, just kind of given the experience and the background. Um, everyone, I think, has their own sort of idea of what recruiting is and what that process looks like, and that these people are just, these purple unicorns are just sitting outside your door just waiting to come in, and all you have to do is open the door. And unfortunately, that's not the case. So being able to speak to that, I rarely get pushed back just because I've also established a reputation for meeting my deadlines as well. So when I do come with that pushback, it's oftentimes respected because I, I do what I say and I say what I mean kind of situation. So no issues with pushback. It's usually very respected. Um, 
maybe it's because they're not used to it. So they're just stunned and don't know what to say. I'm not sure, but um, I've never had any pushback and I prefer it that way. Take control. These employers, although they hold the title of manager and leader, you know, and, and a lot of our jobs, we manage our own day, our own work, our own day to day and our own flow. So, you know, step into that when given the opportunity. I love that, especially advocating for yourself, right? I mean, I feel like a lot of people are so afraid that they just continue to take on whatever is asked of them. But then in the background, they're losing time with their family. They're losing time with themselves. They're losing time, period. And they become emotionally overwhelmed and disconnected. But all they had to say was no. Right. And two-letter word is simple. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's not this scary beast of a thing where no one is going to respect you or no one is going to accept it, but you create the narrative. And with what you just mentioned, for example, your personal brand is the, you you task me with being the um, leader in this space. You task me with being the expert. So you need to respect my expert opinion that it's not available. Right. right. And, and I need more time or, or whatever that that case is. So I really appreciate you um, sharing that because we talked about that yesterday. And I feel like a lot of people, especially people who are newer in their career, are fearful of saying no because they think, well, if you say no, I'll just get somebody else to do it. But they've hired you to do the job. So they want you to do it, but they also want it done right. So if it takes you more time to do that. Take it and let them know that it's necessary, but don't overextend yourself and then miss the deadline because then you you have um, set yourself up for failure and you can't blame right. anyone else for that as well. Right, right. And um, make sure you are meeting your own and with um, management or a deadline. Make sure you're, you're meeting those deadlines. And if you are running into challenges, being sure to speak to those early on in the process so that way it can be handled quicker so you can still potentially meet that deadline or the manager understands okay didn't know that that's a challenge and then an extension can be given if that's you know what needs to be done but definitely i think being able to set your expectations meet your own expectations meet these deadlines to showcase not only that you can handle and do the job but you're also not being too heavy on yourself and being able to balance you have this job but you have these passions and you still need to be a full cup to pour mm. into those passions that's right you can't pour into someone else with an empty cup right no especially with to yourself no that's <laughs> you gotta what, what does it say when you hop on an airplane they say you gotta put the mask on for yourself first before you can help anybody else if you done passed out how are you helping anybody else you know right <laughs> I think we've grown up to to view that idea of being selfish, but being selfish is not always a, a bad thing either mm -hmm. uh, in certain spaces and within some certain cases, just mm -hmm. being able to speak up and say, hey, I need this time or hey, I can't do that or just simply no. And that word is okay. Mm -hmm. That word. Okay. It's okay. It's not so bad. It's only two letters. It's only <laughs> two letters. <laughs> So let me ask you this, because you in this recruiting space for quite some time now, you're an expert in the field. 
any tips that you can provide to job seekers, especially in a time like this, you know, where every time you pop on the news, it's a recession looming and, and all of these things. Any tips for job seekers when it comes to attracting a recruiter such as your, yourself? I know you're in the aviation space, but any tips um, for job seekers? Hmm. I want to say showcase your, your best self. Showcase your best self. When you're completing applications, make sure your resume is up to date. Make sure it's current. Make sure your contact information is listed. Make sure your your voicemail box is cleared out mm. so you can take advantage of these opportunities. So it, it just sometimes it blows my mind that, um, excuse my teens, <laughs> um, sometimes it blows my mind that people apply for jobs and their phone number is not listed on their resume um you you call and you're unable to leave a voicemail um and i get you with scam calls and things like that that you don't answer every phone call and that's fine but you'll never know what that call was if you never return it or if you don't have the opportunity to even check your voicemail um so something as simple as that just present yourself your best self make sure your resume is good and on point and really showcases your experience and background to that particular role and then just be be ready and prepare for that for that call for that email making sure you're staying on top of it because once you're putting applications out there i think in turn you need to be ready for the flow right because that's what you're wanting you're putting you're planting your seeds you're watering it um, applying for different jobs and when those opportunities grow and that fruit grows you got to be ready to pick it mm. you can't be oh I, I i can't talk right now make make it happen for yourself because we all want the opportunity and i think right now with this with, with COVID and kind of going into this next phase of whatever the world has happened, whatever's happening in the world, um, people have learned that their employer didn't necessarily always have their best interests. And I think you and I can connect with coming from a culture where you don't leave a job without another one. You don't quit. You don't do anything. You show up, you stay late, you do all these things. That's just how we were raised. And I think with COVID, when these employers said, oh, well, we don't have anything to do. Got to go. See ya. Um, it changed people's mindset. And now they not only want to um, have an employer that meets specific specifications and non-negotiables, but, you know, they, they look for respect in, in a different way. It's more than just monetary now it's it's about respect it's about growth it's about longevity mm. um and those things so that would be my advice to job seekers if you're ready to be out here in this market because there is opportunities out here as we all know be ready be ready for those opportunities and, and i think that can really showcase in any part of your life you mm. know i think in regard even with with your creative spaces um you know for myself Yes, I'm putting auditions out here, but if I'm not staying in class and staying up with my training, am I ready for the opportunity when it mm -hmm. comes knocking? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's got to be my one piece of advice: just be ready for the opportunity. Be ready to talk to your recruiter. Be ready to um, provide references if needed. Be ready to be flexible with your schedule. Move some things around if they need to interview you. Um, and then once you get your foot in the door then you start to kind of set the tone on what your expectations are mm -hmm. because the employer has all these expectations on the individual stepping on this, stepping in the role. But what are your expectations from the employer, whether that be management style, leadership, um, 
diversity, inclusion, um, you know, how you feel recognized and seen, all those things come into play. Wow. I mean, just dropping all the gems because you done, you done talked about me today because I'm the queen of voicemail full. <laughs> no, don't call me. <laughs> Listen to the messages, clear them out, delete them, whatever you need to do. Um, and the people are probably like, you know, who leaves voicemails anymore, but employers. <laughs> and we yeah. have time to follow up with an email in addition to sometimes. Sometimes we're just pounding the phones and we need somebody to answer because we're ready to fill the role. Mm, we just need yeah. that other person. And then so, one last gem I'd love for you to uh, drop before we wrap today. So how do you manage your plate when it comes to working full time and again, having your own brand full time, how do you, or what advice can you provide to professionals who have a full time job, but also have their own business, um, such as yourself? Brian is very well known. Y'all, we done got our first celebrity guest. He has had several commercials, ads. He's been in uh, TV shows, series, all of these things. So it always interests me when people have successfully done it. For, from someone such as myself looking to achieve it, how or what advice do you have for me or for anyone listening who says, you know, I really want to um, work my full time job and then also create a space for my own brand to create something? Um, be prepared. A, a couple things. Be prepared for a sacrifice. Um, well, there's only 24 hours in a day. You can't do it all. And that's OK. And realizing that that's okay. But if, for example, in my case, you know, these classes are not cheap, you know, they're a couple hundred dollars. So that's a sacrifice that I make to cut corners here and there with social eating out, whatever the case may be, to be able to monetarily pour back into myself so I can be ready for those opportunities. So definitely sacrifice, um, but also take it easier on yourself. It's okay to literally be at home and not doing anything. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Um, I think oftentimes we feel a sense of guilt for being lazy and it's necessary sometimes mm -hmm. for us to really recharge and be able to, again, present our best selves to our employer and to our passions. And, you know, obviously to our family, friends, loved ones, we want to be at our best self and that takes some time to recharge. So sacrifice, recharge and embrace those lazy moments and I think lastly, you know, just continue to hunger for more, never settle for less. There's more out there and there's no reason why anyone shouldn't have it. There's no reason why we shouldn't have it all. And whatever that means to you, whether it be monetary, love, um, spirituality, we want it all. And you should be able to have it all because there's no reason that we shouldn't. Absolutely. So, with that. Thank you. Thank you. And how can the people reach you? So I am obviously I'm streaming on Instagram, but I'm also on, they can still hear you on Entra, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of the places. Um, so how can they reach you specifically? I am on Instagram, Brian Anthony actor, um, Brian with the Y, um, the correct way. Um, <laughs> and what else? Um, I'm not on Facebook. So Instagram's honestly your best bet. Um, if you want to send me an email, Brian Anthony Smelly S M E L L I E at gmail.com. 
Um, I'm always checking my email inbox. And that's another thing. As often as you check your um, Instagram, check your email. <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> Instagram, I get on Instagram, I get on Facebook, and I check my email. Yeah. I don't deleting junk. Just keep keep it clear. You shouldn't have thousands of emails in your inbox. Yes, and he's also on LinkedIn. You can reach him, yes. uh, Brian Smelly on LinkedIn. Um, I know you're hiring a lot for your position, yeah. so I, check him out. You know, if you guys are in the Raleigh area, I need an AP clerk ASAP, um, and just a couple other things too. If you're not in the Raleigh area, we're all over the U.S. Um, so if you're looking for opportunities, I might have one for you. So let me know and be ready to be ready. Work. Answer the call. Be ready. <laughs> well, thank you, Brian, so much for joining us today. Once again, thank you all for being here. We are here Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time. We have our free workshop tomorrow, Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. If you are fearful of this recession, if you're fearful that you may be on the chopping block uh, and need to learn how to recession-proof your career, please join me tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern to sign up. Go to yourfavoritecareercoach.com. Hop in the room. All you have is an hour of your time to spare. That's all we need. So I will see you all tomorrow at 11 a.m. Thank you again, Brian. And you all have a great rest of the day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thank you.